0: Hey, I'm Zanzi, and welcome to Farmers Inside Track, episode 191. I'm your host, Dornum Now, globally, there is a buzz around climate change and agriculture, the industry's impact, mitigation, and how to adapt to remain food secure. As the Risk and Disaster Manager at AgriSA, Andrea Kampfer is the innovative driving force to support farmers in their network. Today, she joins us to talk more about what attracted us to the sector and what it takes to keep at it day by day, despite the many challenges we face. Andrea, it's an absolute pleasure to have you with me on Farmers Inside Track. You've been featured before, and I was just saying now that it's such a pleasure to know you within the agricultural space. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Dawn. It's such a privilege to be here. You have spoken to us about risk and disaster management within the agricultural space, specifically as the manager for forest disaster management at AgriSA.
1: How did you get into the agricultural space? I come from a very small farm town in northwest. I grew up there. My sense for environmental justice started at a very early age where I saw like sewage were running in the street and you know with small farm towns municipal services are always lacking behind so that part within me that environmental justice just came out from a very young age and then sitting Sundays in church praying for rain. Was such a big reality so yeah i'm an attorney from profession i did my llb at northwest university and then i decided to embark on an llm a master's in environmental law and governance i also were a corporate commercial attorney for about four years in santon living the whole santon lawyer life And then I sat one day and I said to myself, well, listen, you have your degree in environmental law and governance. You also, with my thesis in my master's degree, I focused on climate adaptation in the agricultural sector. And I specifically compared what type of farming practices can farmers engage in to adapt to climate change and if legislation provides for it. And will farmers be forced at the end of the day to adapt? by way of legislation. And then I got the amazing opportunity at agri as the Risk and Disaster Manager. I also part-time studying towards a PhD, focusing on carbon tax, climate change, disaster management for the agricultural sector. And I hope that I can win a Nobel Prize one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of ambition on that, but nonetheless, I just want to finish it. But, Very happy to be part of the agri team and just like living my passion, my purpose. I think you're literally glowing talking about what you do, (laughs) Andrea. So great to
0: see a woman in the sector flourishing so much. What has been some of, you know, your challenges working in the space? People look at you and think, oh, does she really know what she's talking about sometimes? Or do you go there and just claim your space and take up space wherever you go?
1: Well, I think it's a little bit of both. I think when I started off as an attorney, I was a litigation attorney. So you have to think of your feet. I was placed in situations where I had to uh, think of a solution just right away. And I think that helped me with my profession currently. Since I didn't know anything about disasters, what happened in 2020, I started my career at AgriSA as a risk and disaster manager making a 360 career move a change from law of being a practicing an attorney and then the biggest disaster hit our world in March and that was COVID and then all of a sudden I had to be I was standing central in managing the whole disaster within the whole team but within agriculture and had to learn very quickly how disaster management work and the agricultural sector so that was quite challenging and I think that was a lot of character development throughout the process. I'm also very fond about speaking about women in agriculture. And I think being an attorney in a man's profession, being law, because it's always regarded as a man's profession, I had the same when I came to the agricultural sector. I would sit in a boardroom and the average person in there is above 50 or 45. And I'm always the young girl sitting there, not knowing a lot, but just sitting there and just listening. And I always think to myself, is this people taking me serious? And yeah, I think they do because you are an expert in the industry. I wouldn't be employed um, and do what I do. But nonetheless, you can always see it's still a man's world. I'm very encouraging for colleagues or female colleagues just to pursue and just push through, just be the voice, just be passionate about what you do and just step up.
0: I think in agriculture, there are so many risks involved. I don't think a farmer today walks into it blindly, they understand from day one. But with an unforgiving climate at times, you know, it is very difficult to farm today. What would you say are farmers' biggest challenges that they face day to day in the climate that we're working in and living in?
1: Yeah, I think it's diverse. To farm is a risky enterprise. Farmers farm because they have the heart for it at the end of the day. It's like becoming a preacher or a teacher, it's a calling at the end of the day. Nobody can just walk in and make a success. I think in a South African context, we all talk about climate change and disasters, but just think about South Africa. Some of the emerging risks that we're currently facing ESCOM, rural infrastructure, migration of workers, migration of people going to cities upliftment of rural economies, labor, minimum wage, safety issues, the economy at large. I think it's not attractable for any investor in South Africa currently to invest, not even talking about agriculture. And now a South African farmer needs to be internationally competitive at the end of the day. We are exporting. One of my friends asked, Andrea, what is the South African farmers, what is AgriSA doing to make farmers in South Africa more competitive? Why are we importing cheaper poultry from Brazil. What is the farmers doing here? And it made me think, and isn't that the end of the day what you have to do is being in this environment, is think innovation. What are we doing? Where are we going? Just getting back to the risk. I think it's a risky enterprise. And just to talk about climate change and disasters, which are my speciality is how are farmers adapting? There is already commercial farmers, I must honestly say, that's going regenerative. They have a good carbon footprint. They're doing what they can, they're sustainable. And then you get to other farmers that's more conventional. But at this stage, I think farmers take what they can within their means because we are not subsidized by the government to make this this massive change. Everybody says you have to adapt, you have to change crops. Nobody has the money for that. Insurance is very expensive. So you have to look into your own farming practices. What can you do to adapt? There's a saying from Gandhi that says, um, be the change you wish to see in this world. And I think with, with farming is be a thought leader, be innovative. Be cognizant of what's happening around you. Don't be too traditional and then limit your risks at the end of the day.
0: I think that's definitely the motto that some farmers do face, but others need to still incorporate into their businesses and into their practice day to day. Talk to us about how farmers can start to rethink the way they run and operate their businesses, not just from a more climate smart or precision farming aspect, but more around their business and business development for the future. What should farmers be thinking about in terms of future-focused agricultural practices? And maybe if you can break it down practically, like if I'm a farmer, I'm operating, I might not be doing as well as I would like to be, but I can see myself growing towards a specific space. What are the practical steps or things I can put in place today that will impact and grow my business faster?
1: Everybody comes a point in their life where they're questioning what they're doing now and how they can improve to be economically more competitive always be acceptable of obtaining more information about a specific farming practice. If you would like to go into regenerative agriculture, just don't go blindly in it. Do your research, go to the meetings, talk to your other farmers, um, neighboring farmers who already practices it, organized agriculture. There's a lot of academic research about this stuff. So yeah, make sure that you're well informed about your decision. Business-wise, I'm not an expert in how to be, become more economically competitive. But what I can say is make a list of your risks and look at strategies to reduce that risk. I know we are operating in a very high stressful economic environment. So you have to cut where you have to cut. You have to go solar and that's really expensive. But we have to look at ways in which we can still keep on farming despite our circumstances, despite the, the lack of government institutions like ESCOM, etc., road infrastructure. If you take a northwest there, and also in a free state, there's a lot of farmers there that's taking it upon themselves to fix road infrastructure. Now, that's going a little bit off the topic, but at the end of the day is make sure that you're well informed about your decision and look into options. Be acceptant for criticism and also new information.
0: Let's talk about Andrea Comfort in the next five to 10 years. Where do you see yourself growing in the agricultural space?
1: I would like to see myself as a climate change thought leader, especially for the agricultural sector. The agri Disaster Relief Foundation was birthed last year and I was, uh, from the beginning, involved in this, in the establishment of the foundation that was built upon agri drought relief fund i would like to see this growing bigger like at the scale of gift of the givers just be a philanthropist giving back to communities being a climate change i'm not going to say activist because we get very green and i'm very neutral about that but just be the change you wish to see in this world at the end of the day and giving back to farmers
0: mm. yep what's the saying again? Dynamite comes in small packages. I had such a great time chatting to you, Andrea Comfort. She's the Risk and Disaster Manager at AgriSA. All the best with the amazing work you're doing. And that's a wrap from me, Dornumdu, our producer, Megan Fandefent, and the rest of the Food for Zanzi team have an absolutely amazing week. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, Right?